and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by the uh, usual gang here. Of course, the uh, the criminal slumlord, the keeper wow. of the inner sanctum, the evil genius, and the numbers guy, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Hey, everybody. Doing well. And of course, his mad dog enforcer. Fucking A. The guy who's always wrong and with a hole in his collection, the dirty old geek. <coughs> the clown prince of collecting. And you have something else, but I can't remember what it is right now. It's getting too long anyways. Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? King. No, dirty, uh, old geek. Geek. Uh, dirty old geek. He's a dirty old geek. Oh, okay. I'm doing well. Oh, you're the pictures guy. I forgot. I'm pictures sorry. guy. Yeah. <laughs> one thing he's really known for. <laughs> yeah, the one thing you're known for. Side porn. Well, that's Pictures. Oh, this is getting off. My name's Lance. I am the world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. Wait, what's your role in this game? Just for that, you know what? You, you're the one to test the car for us. <laughs> I'm the what's, driver. What's start my car. <laughs> I'm baby driver. Hey, Keith. <laughs> Pulling the trigger is like ordering takeout. You never get your food? Welcome to another issue. Uh, Brian, do you have uh, do you have news for us this week? Yeah, I do. Um, Shang Chi or Shang Chi or Shang Chi. Keith, you went and saw it. How are Shang-Chi. they pronou- how are they pronouncing Shang-Chi. it? Shang Chi. Shang Chi. So you've been pronouncing it's supposed to sound like Sean almost. Oh, okay. So you've been Shang-ga. pronouncing it wrong for the last fifty years or something. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. We have been. I, I I went by the way it's spelled. Yeah, Shang Chi. Open. Waiting to see the numbers. From what I'm hearing, it's doing well. So everybody says like you said it was pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty cool, it's pretty a, good solid good martial point, arts yeah. movie. Yeah. So uh that was pretty much uh there was a God Iron Something leak on the Batman trailer. Iron something leak? Yeah, I can't remember what it was it was like Iron Con or some shit like that. I can't remember <coughs> what it was. But uh they showed a little bit more of Batman and that's turning out to be pretty cool. So people are very, very excited about that. I am uh eh. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And that's pretty much it. There wasn't any real... There was a death. Dude, are you oh. kidding? Wait Granny Goodness died. Who? Granny Goodness. Granny Ed Asner. Ed Asner. I was just going to say... Well I, well, I hadn't gotten to deaths yet. Oh, sorry. That's usually part God, of your Then news. I forgot the thing that I was going to say. God. Oh, I'm, for, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Deaths are like the separate portion of now, the segment now, now, now? Now we got obituaries? Is obituary? <laughs> yeah. Do we, do we have an obituary <laughs> section now? I have another death. I have another death outside of Ed Asner. It's a show, isn't it? <laughs> now I fucking forgot again what it was that I remembered that I forgot Jesus. that I remembered. It's what makes us all geeks. Oh, Comixology is gone. Uh, they're shifting off to a... Uh, they're basically going to be Kindle Comics. Kindle it's Comics. Kindle Comics. Amazon's owned them for like 10 years, but uh, they're finally shifting. No print. Yeah. So... Uh, that was the other big news. Uh, of course, a moment of silence for Ed Asner. One of the all-time greats. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And his eyebrows. <laughs> and the other one, and I think it'll have more of an impact uh, for Lance and I than it would for Keith. Um, but still, you got to bring it up from... Uh, we're an American band. Oh, shit. Sweet, sweet Connie was doing her act. She had the whole show, and that's a natural fact. Connie Hansey, I believe is how you say her last name, passed away at 66. And she was sweet, sweet Connie. Wow. Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. So, uh, that was a sad bit of whatnot. So, birthdays. Just go right into that. Now that we've talked about dead people, birthdays. 1943. Our Crumb was born this week, which is a big one. I've never been a huge R. Crumb fan, uh, but... Huge impact. Huge impact. Uh, in 2011, the new 52 was born. That, Do we really want to celebrate that? That was born stillborn. Twenty. I actually liked a lot of the new 52, so I'm yeah, not even going to... Yeah, says a lot about your taste. Yeah, I know. That's why I have so many holes in my collection. Harley, Harley had a book? Is that why? Yeah, Harley had a book. That was a great book. Uh, 1926, Gene Colan. Uh, 1959, Joe Jusco, very nice man. Uh, 1946, probably one of the nicest guys in comics, certainly one of the nicest I've ever met, uh, and one of my favorites is Walt Simonson. 1964, and now we can re- we can uh, throw his name out there because he is a comic writer, Keanu Reeves. 1923, Mort Walker. 1966, me. 
Wow. Oh, damn yeah. it, you stole my thunder. Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, Brian is, is a one-year-older geek now. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. I'm celebrating my, uh, what Double is it, the nickels. silver anniversary of my 30th birthday. Double nickels. <laughs> and 1950, going back to Mort Walker, was the introduction of Beetle Bailey. And then 1953, one of my, again, all-time favorites, Paul Smith. All right, and then... For in 1977, on September 1st, one of the greatest albums in history dropped. Russia's Farewell of the Kings, my favorite one. Oh, I thought it was going to be a Billy Joel album you were going to mention. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> or, or was it uh, Waylon Jennings Jr. or whatever? The... Oh, yeah. That would have been fun. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait to bring up a subject that, I, that you really love and that I can shit all over. I love nothing. So, a strong goodbye to sweet, sweet Connie. And I think that's about it. A big old happy birthday to you. Oh. Oh, you're blushing. Oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so for this week's edition of the world famous (coughs) Three Old Geeks Top Three Lists, with 15 minutes on the timer, gentlemen, what are your top Three did not see coming plot twists and go. Okay, my number three is going to be uh, Saw, the original movie. Ah, I even know about that one. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to say this is a rare top three that we threw the spoiler alert in front of, so there are going to be plenty of spoilers in this, so oh, yeah. be warned. Uh, hey, I have not seen Saw. You have not seen, Saw? not seen Saw? I own them all, I just haven't... Oh, okay, I'm going to ruin the first one for you. Go ahead, that's okay. When he fucking stands up at the end, there's the two guys in the room, and there's a dead body in the middle. And at the end of it, when when they're figuring out how fucked they are, he stands up and okay. kind of brushes himself up and walks out. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? He's The whole time, the killer was in the room, laying on the floor. That's cool. Yeah. And, oh. Listening to them. That would have probably been in my top. Oh, too, yeah. But. Okay, that's mine. Okay, my number three uh, is from Live and Let Die, Live and Die in L.A. when William Peterson's character is killed. Oh. I did not see that coming. William Friedkin, one of the great detective movies or cop movies of yeah. all time. William Dafoe is, is awesome oh, as a bad is guy a in there. Guy? He's, but yeah, he's, well, you think William Peterson's the main guy yeah, in it, yeah. and he ain't. He gets killed. Yeah, he gets killed in, in like two thirds, three quarters through the movie, and he's like, holy fuck. Because the lead guy never gets killed in movies. Bullets bounce around him and everything. And then when he's killed, it's like, he's at the jaw open going, okay, now what the fuck are they going to do? And no, it's a great movie, and that, that caught me totally off guard. Totally super yeah. awesome. I love that movie. All right, well, I'm going to go with a rare comic book movie. I don't mention them too often. What? One that totally got me was in Spider-Man Homecoming, Peter Parker is dating the Vulture's daughter. I was so like, oh, my God, it's the Vulture's daughter. Holy shit. I totally did not see that coming. I was so pleasantly surprised by that. That is such a wonderful movie on so many levels, but that plot twist was one of the great plot twists in film of this century. I totally loved it. Okay. Yeah, I um, I think I actually, I think that had been spoiled for me. Okay. No, that caught me off guard, too. That was on my list, too. But, but it was still, uh, it was a great scene. Yes. That was a great scene. He opens the door, you're like, what the fuck? I totally, totally did not see it coming. Totally did not see it coming. Wonderful, wonderful plot twist. Okay, my number two, I'm pulling a lance on this one. It's a movie and a comic book. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Uh, the movie, one of Bill Paxton's finest, and I didn't look to see if he directed it. I think he might have. And I think it's one of the, if not the only movie he directed. It's a movie called Frailty. What comic is it based on? No, I'm talking about the movie. I said it's a movie and a comic. So he's got two so of them. I got two. Oh, two. Okay. I'm pulling a lance. I thought you're saying it was a movie and a comic. I'm like, I've never heard of that comic. Now, have either of you seen Frailty? I have not seen Frailty. No. Okay, then I am not going to spoil it. I am not going to. But you're saying it's one of your favorite plot twists of all time. Yes. You have to see it. It's probably one of Bill Paxton's best movies ever. 
and he's got some really good movies. That movie is so fucking good. Wow. His dad, I, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything here. His dad plays kind of a religious zealot who has two sons. The wife dies. It's just the dad. And then he believes God is talking to him and that he has to kill demons that God will reveal to him. And so he's a serial killer. I think I've seen this. I just didn't know the name of it. And what that does to Bill Paxton as a child and then as an adult, it is so fucking good and so fucking creepy. Uh, it is just well done. Okay. So that, uh, that'll be my movie, and I'm excited. we got to put that on the list of movies to see. This, the, uh, the Lance part of that is from um, The Secret Six, Volume 4. Uh, you have a character named Big Shot through uh, the series... And then it's revealed that he is Elongated Man. Who's changing his shape because Elongated Man can do that. But you don't think about that ever as part of his power. But he's mourning, uh, or he's split up with his wife. Which is one of the great romances in comics. Ralph and Sue Dibney. But they split up. She leaves him. and That's before Sue's dead. Yeah. Identity crisis, she dies. She's, she's oh, yeah, she's, she's killed, killed by Ray yes. Palmer's wife. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they don't just ignore Identity Crisis or okay. if it came out before. I, okay. I don't remember. But she leaves him, and he goes kind of nuts. And he becomes the second character, Big Shot, who is a great fucking character through the whole, whole book. And then you find out it's Elongated Man, and then you just your head explodes. That's the one. Is that the one after the one with Catman and Ragdoll and... Yes. Okay, I was going to say, because I read that one, I don't remember this, but... Yeah, that is the one after. Okay, that's really cool. And it's really cool. It's really well done. Uh, So, if you get a chance, read that that whole... I think it's only six uh, issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a big series. Okay. But it's a lot of fun. All right, cool. Yeah, that's my two. Uh, My number two is uh, Memento. Oh, one of the that's one of the great that I don't even Co- know if that's a plot twist that's like the entire movie is just a total no no the no, plot no, twist the plot yeah twist, the, plot the plot twist at the is, end yeah the plot twist is at the end where you find out it, it's he's he's the bad guy he's the bad guy yeah okay that well, he's chasing he's chasing yeah he's chasing himself he, he more or less yeah. yeah yeah and every time he figures yeah. it out yeah. yeah he forgets he forgets and he starts again yeah tattooing all shit all over him and oh. yeah. It's a great movie. Yes, uh, Carrie Ann Moss in it, and just uh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah. Uh, and isn't it Christopher Nolan? I th- it is Christopher it's, Nolan. It's yeah. an early yeah. Christopher yeah. Nolan. It's, it might even be his first movie. Wow. Uh, yeah, unbelievably good movie. Unbelievably good. I did not. I didn't have a see clue. that. Yeah, yeah. I did at not all. see like, that. Are you fucking kidding me? And you know? actually you you sympathize with him through the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah, you're feeling bad. You're right about there, it. and then you find out, and you're like, oh, you piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you switch gears really yeah. quick there, don't you? Yeah. Drop your train. <laughs> and then the next day he forgets. That was, uh, it's like 50 First Dates, but serious. <laughs> oh, I forgot 50 First Dates. That's going to be my number one. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the whole twist that Adam Sandler can kind of act. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has chemistry with Drew Barrymore. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Well, I got to go with... Uh, the usual suspect for this one, and that's the usual suspects. That uh, uh, twist blew me away. It wasn't even the fact that it was Kevin Spacey. The reveal is the best part. Like, where you're looking around the office, yeah. and it's literally, oh, the bottom of the mug is, yeah. uh, you know, this. And I used to... The whole story told The whole was story is told, because he picked up on everything in the room and just incorporated that into part of the story. I just... Yeah. I thought that was unbelievably well done. Just... Oh. Fantastic. And as the the cop is putting it together, that he's just he's, been fucked. He's limping out, and all of a sudden he just starts walking. And then he just starts walking, and he pulls out the cigarette, yeah. and he lights it in the car. Oh. And he is Kaiser Sose. One of the greatest wow. of all time. Yes. Wow. That was a good one. I didn't I didn't even I didn't even think of that. I'm I was waiting for everybody to go, well, that's my number one, or whatever. Okay. No, that's Simon Mysteries. Okay. Oh. My number one comic book? What's your number one? Uh, Flashpoint Batman. When Martha Wayne is revealed to be the Joker. That, that fucked me up. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and it, even, but even you mentioning that is maybe good. Eh, maybe I'll give that one a try. I didn't even think that of that one. Wow, you're right. So, it's such a good story. 
Yes, it is. Such a good story. All the pieces come together. You you just... Wow. Yeah, for three issues. It was fucking great. Yeah. Azarello, uh, you were a god after that one. And, of course, Rizzo drew it. So, the artist, unbelievable. Definitely. No, that, that's one of my favorite Batman Joker stories, probably. Yeah. My number one, probably mentioned this before. Uh, I know I have. Uh, Primal Fear. Oh yeah, Ed Norton Jr. is not crazy. It's not crazy. It's not uh, autistic or anything. It, multiple personalities. Multiple. That's what happened. Yeah, he doesn't have multiple personalities. That's what it was. And he's a real killer. Yeah, he's a really kill, real killer, and got away with it. Completely. The whole double con, jeopardy. Richard Gere. And, and con, Richard Gere fought for him and and believed in him and yeah, and then he just like little wink and yeah, he's he's. Uh, this and is that him. look Edward Norton has. Yeah. When he's sitting in the cell, yeah. and you get is so fucking evil. That was Ed Norton's first film. Yeah, I know, yeah, dude. And that's when you realize this guy's gonna be something special. Wow. Yeah. And it turns out that he pissed everybody off, and <laughs> he still pisses everybody off. But he's still a great actor. Yeah, I still enjoy him quite a bit. Oh yeah, that's a oh boy, that yeah. Oh. Again, didn't see that coming no. at all. No, that was and it was a good movie up until then, and that yeah, just yeah. elevated. Yes, yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, number one, Lance. I think this is probably one of the original what-the-fuck twist endings. You did it, you bastards! <laughs> you blew it all up! Yeah. Uh, the end of Planet of the Apes. <coughs> oh my god, it was the Earth Tim all Burton along. Version. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. No, not the Tim Burton version! <laughs> the original 60s version, when they're on Earth the entire oh. time. Oh, and the uh, the reveal of the Statue of Liberty, I think that is one of the great plot twists of, of that's pro- to me the greatest plot twist of all. I, I can't imagine anybody seeing that for the first time not going, oh my god! Even more than I'm your father. I should have actually started this off by saying every plot twist except for Luke, I am your father. See, I left that out and left Planet of the Apes out because it was just too obvious. Yeah. I remember seeing Planet of the Apes at the theater. When that came out. Wow. Wait. No. It came out in 68. It you, had to come out. It had to be re-released. re-released or, yeah, on a re-release. Because I saw that at the theater for the first time. Oh, wow. And I'm the oldest. Was, I was only three at that point. I'm like, You know what? I had a varied movie history. Uh, my mother loved movies. And so for my entire life. You were conceived life, during that movie. I and was you conceived were... during The Great Escape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At the theater. Drive in. Uh, I hope. Or else it was really awkward for all the other theater goers. It was awkward for my brothers and sisters who are older than me. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> Alright, you boys. Well, there are two minutes and 45 seconds left for honorable mentions. Come on, you gotta have something. I... I got two because I, I I avoided doing comic and TV this time, but I do have a comic and a TV. Okay, I've mentioned this before. The first issue of the original Thunderbolts is one of the oh, greatest, yeah. greatest yes. plot twists of all time. Where it turns out the new batch of heroes is all turns out to be bad guys. I specifically avoided all spoilers on that and was so my jo- I literally. Had an open jaw when I read that last panel. That was just, I didn't see it coming. It was wonderful. And then there's a little show called uh, The Shield. Yes. The very first episode of The Shield is, and for those, the uninitiated, it's about the the drug strike team in the Los Angeles, uh, of the Los Angeles Police Department. They set it up where a pretty good character actor, Reed Diamond, he's been in a ton of stuff. If you saw him, you'd go, oh yeah, that guy. And you're thinking, oh, well, it's just, you know, he's the lone, the story's going to be he's the one good cop on this team of corrupt cops or whatever. And they do a drug raid, and at the very end of the pilot episode, they shoot him in the fucking head. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's one of those, like, and and it's like, one of those guys, the casting was almost like stunt casting, like, well, he's such a good character actor, and he's been on all these other cop shows, like, you think, oh, well, this is going to be the story, and then they fucking kill him. And it's like, holy shit, and it turns out it's all about the fucking corrupt cops. It's fucking fantastic. the whole show. It's fucking uh, fantastic. That was a great show. I'm going to throw in the uh, Joe Pesci's death in Goodfellas. Okay. When he's going to be a made man, and you think... And then he walks in and it's an empty room. Yeah. And oh, you catch it when he catches no. it. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, a fucking good shit. one. And you see the gun. 
just because we watched it on this, I would have never known about this Wicker Man. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah, the twist at the end of that was like, are you fucking kidding me? It, it was all. You're there. the virgin sacrifice, not the yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. That was fucking. Dude, that movie's. I'm uh, sorry, I did not see that movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, another one movie, uh, Presumed Innocent, with uh, uh, Harrison Ford and Bonnie, Bonnie Bedelia. Uh huh. And he's. I know. He, he's, ha- he's having an affair with another lawyer. He's a lawyer, and uh, she ends up dead, and all the evidence pointing towards him. And at the end, it was his wife that killed it up, killed her, because she was having an affair with her. She saved his sperm and put it planted it so in So, Gone Girl before Gone Girl, huh? I, I don't know. I haven't seen Gone Girl. Oh, Gone Girl is going to be another. And then Now You See Me. I like that. I, I didn't see the end of that coming either. I'm just going to say as a song, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. That's our top three favorite plot twists. We didn't see coming. Let us know what yours are. Spoiler alert. So for this this week's edition of a uh, movie that people also watched, uh, I want to preface this by saying the the title of this movie sounds like one of Brian's movies, and he was really disappointed that it wasn't one of Brian's movies, but it's not one of Brian's movies. It's <laughs> a lot of action in it. A lot of action. <laughs> All right, we are talking about two, 2016's Headshots, starring... Iko Uweas, Chelsea Islan, Sonny Pang, Julia Stell, and Zach Lee. Directed by, and these guys, should, I, I swear to God, these were the bad guys in uh, Kill Bill. The Mo Brothers were the directors. And uh, it was written by, uh, and I'm going to butcher this name, but I think it's Timo Jajanto. And uh, this one's on Netflix. We'll put the spoiler alert ahead of this one because it's from 2016. And uh, this stars uh, Iko Uweas of... Uh, of the raid fame, and it is another uh, action martial arts uh, adventure. And, uh, and speaking of Kill Bill, it has elements of Kill Bill to it because uh, he is uh, an enforcer from the mob who gets shot and wakes up and doesn't really remember what he does. Uh, the doctor taking care of him takes a shine to him, and, of course, she gets kidnapped. Well, you saw that coming. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he has to confront his old uh, boss, who turns out to be his dad, and his uh, his kind of his cohorts who he was raised with, and it, uh, it's the Indonesian Jason Bourne. Yes, and uh, <laughs> this one, as much as I like the raid, this one I, I, I it, it doesn't have the insanity of the raid, but it's I think it's like a better like the story. I think better. it's structured better. Yeah, I like the story in this yeah. more. I really did. What an unbelievable film! Yeah, the I, characters are more developed. There's more characters you. You get into the raid is just insanity. Yeah, the raid is is just wiping out a bunch of yeah. a bunch of henchmen and yeah. stuff like that. This was a little way more personal of a movie. I've seen the raid before in different movies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this one was a little different than any type of this type of movie that I've seen, yes. and that's what I enjoyed yeah. about it quite a bit. This actually almost to me had like a John like kind of the melodrama of a John Woo film. Yeah. Yeah. Where you know it's like, oh, I am deal. I have to fight my brother and my sister that I was raised by my evil father by, and stuff like that. And and I don't remember till halfway through the movie. Exactly, and they uh, of course have a the most brutal upbringing where he's throwing them in a pit for weeks at a time, and then throwing a bottle of water and seeing who ends up with the bottle of water. And the guy's a real bastard. Wait, you guys didn't grow up that way? <laughs> was it only me? Well, you grew up in Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you you grew up some 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 rough areas, pal. East Dundee <laughs> almost killed you. With that. Brian, you had actually said off mic that this was like your favorite action movie that's come along in a couple yes. of years. Yeah, this one I I really enjoyed the story. Uh, the villain is somebody. He he's not horribly well developed, but. You hate him. He, yes. Just an evil bastard. Yeah, yeah, you, you now, really I wanted to dislike ask you this. him. This, now, I watched, I don't know, Keith probably watched the, the dub version or whatever, but I watched the original language, yes. Indonesian, I don't know what the, the dialect is or whatever. They speak their, their native language, he's speaking English. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what why that sets him apart or makes, it's almost like he, he's trying to be arrogant or show off or something. It makes him more evil for yeah. some reason. I don't know, yeah. I can't explain yeah. it. 
There's uh, something in the li- my, my my reptilian brain has said that this guy's a bastard. You know. Yeah. The the actor who plays him to his credit uh, just nails it. Oh yeah, he does. Just, just fucking nails it. See him fucking die. <laughs> yeah. No. It, 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 <laughs> Rarely have I come across a villain where you, I, I, uh, in a in an action film, especially an action film like this, where you are going, I can't wait till the guy catches up yeah, with you yeah, and yeah. beats you to death, dude. Like he is a freaking bastard in this. Yeah, and he's uh, a bastard to everyone. Yeah, it's not just like it's kids. Oh yeah, it's no, just, it's like everyone he encounters, he's just a fucking. And you see him setting things up, and really yeah. you only catch him setting it up after it all starts to happen, and then you go, oh my god. Yeah. The guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. yeah. Uh, starts off uh, starts off with a really cool shootout prison rape type rake, of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which gets everyone. Oh everyone my god, go. man. I mean, it... it yeah. <laughs> that the first five minutes, you just... What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just gets better from there. Yeah. And this had two of, of the more quality film kills that I've seen. Which ones? <laughs> like, okay. 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 You gotta be a little... When, when the, 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 the main bad guy, when the, the, the big bastard sits down with the takeout. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he splits off the disposable, like the, the, the chopsticks that yes. you get with, with yeah. takeout Chinese food or takeout Asian food or whatever. I sat there and go, that's going in somebody's yes. neck or eye yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. And sure enough, it did. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that I knew, but however, when, uh, when Ico is fighting on the bus... And he picks up a spent shell casing. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, I had no idea what he was going to do with it. And he jams it, like, with his thumb into, into a guy's eye. eye socket. And then... All the way in. <laughs> and then <laughs> pounds it in. I have never seen anything like it. No. I don't think I ever will see anything like it. And it was like, what the fuck did I just see? No, but there was there was time between when he shoves yeah, so it in then, the eye and, then and when he pounds yeah, it in no, the yeah, eye. Yeah, there's, some there's, fighting a bit going of, yeah, there's some fighting that goes on, yeah. and then he takes the opportunity to do that. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you know, you don't forget it's there because you keep looking at it. But when he does, you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Name two kills. What? What? Yeah, I, <laughs> two quality kills. I'm like, I'm like, wait, no. I, uh, you gotta be a little bit more specific. When he kills his brother, not uh, the the one with the glasses. Yes. Yeah. That that fight sequence was so yes. cool. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And then the two brothers, you, you could just keep going fucking through yeah, this yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm watch it again. Yeah. It's like one of those ones I'm gonna go back to. It was well filmed. Yes. You know that the protagonist is evil. You know that. And then they make him likable. Uh, okay, I think maybe I'm using protagonist I wrong. I think your protagonist is typically the good guy. Yeah. Yes, no, he is yeah. the good guy. Yeah, he, he, I am. He had done evil things. Oh no, no, yes. oh, no, no. He, 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 he had he, done evil he, things. Yeah, yeah. He'd been raised and he'd done evil things, but, and you knew he wasn't a good guy. Got, he and got, he even yeah. says that to the doctor in the beginning: yeah. "Is what if you found out I'm not a good person? Yeah. Okay, okay. Will you no, still no. turn in your back case, on me? Yes, You do. I mean." Eco Oweas is one of those guys, I have a feeling that, first of all, he's very charismatic. He's a really good-looking yeah. cat. He's got that natural, like, you you look at him and you go, yeah, you like this guy. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, they, he gets his share of, a, of an ass-whooping in this. Oh, God. Which yeah. makes him a little bit more sympathetic yes. that he's he's not, you know, Stallone or, or yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. He's not just mowing through guys. He's getting his ass kicked as much as he's kicking ass. Yeah, he's, so you got some sympathy there. Away and from that. he, he sells that. Yeah, yeah. In in both the films that yeah, we watch, yeah. which I want to watch more of, he sells that my ass has been yeah, beat. Yeah. Oh yeah, so well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's not your typical uh, American. Yeah, like you say, the Stallone. No. Uh, he, yeah, no, where he's got no. the scratch and yeah. he's like sewing it up with his own needle or something. Yeah. Yeah. He literally gets the crap beat out of him. But and seriously, the hits some of these guys take, he would not be walking. <laughs> no, but what I like is that the bad guys get up. It's not like yeah. one shot and they're oh, down. No, no. They yeah. keep getting up, yeah. and then they get their shots in. Yeah. Just a, a it's just so well done. <laughs> this was just Going a well done. Going back to him being a bad guy, that's where I got the whole Jason Bourne vibe. Yes. From. He, didn't know, he didn't know what he was. Yes. And, and, yeah, you know, he kind of... Figures it out yeah, and starts yeah. having the memories back and stuff like that. Yeah, this 
This one uh, it had a little little little, uh, little Kill Bill, little Jason yeah, yeah. Bourne, really cool, a cool kind of eh, you know maybe not an original story, but a, an interesting take on that story. It did seem John Wooish, a little bit melodramatic yeah, like yeah. John Woo. You know what? The only thing it was missing was the ending shot of them sitting in some kind of country cabin with the doctor and the little girl and him on the porch with a pipe. Into the pipe. <laughs> And raccoons hanging from the thing that they're going to eat for dinner. Okay, you've just completely lost me there, dude. <laughs> but you know, the, the happy ending. Uh, that you, you you root for him to be with the doctor. Yeah. Because yes. you just do. You, you can see it. And then they pick up a little girl along the way. Yeah. And you know that the little girl's going to end up with the doctor. Because after that, she should. So you know they're all going to get together. Yeah, maybe they're planning a sequel of some sort. Yeah, at the end they're all kind of bandaged up in, yeah. in the hospital, and you kind of get the the feeling that this this this, this had a feel that way over. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna recuperate, and the and the the big bastard's older brother is gonna come for him or something or, like or, that. Or people that he did bad things to prior to this before he got to give are gonna try to get come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that that's what seemed most logical to me is that. It'd be someone that he did something bad to would seek revenge. Oh. This is just a great film. Yeah. Yes. This is just a great fucking film. I was really impressed with it. All right. This one is on Netflix. We can't recommend it enough. Uh, we give in ratings? We're going to star rate it here, boys. Oh, I, I. you know what? I think we got to go with... Um, you know, star rating's a funny thing, and I say this a lot, but because you're you're kind of grading it against different things. I'm not grading this against Academy Award winners. Yeah, you're I'm not grading, grading it against, against the, the kind of... Against the, action, yeah, right. against the action films we see, and if I do that, this is a five-star film. I agree, totally. Uh, they're just... The story was great, the villain is great, the hero is great, the setup is great. I have the been action's ha- phenomenal. I, yes, the action is phenomenal. Uh, I, I've been hanging around with you guys too much because I have, I have modified my star rating system because... I, I, I tried to be the, the movie snob and say, oh, you know, in general, is this as good as The Godfather or something like that? The hell with oh, that. I'm, 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 going, I'm going with the, the genre, <laughs> sticking with the genre, sticking in the, in the same lane that this movie is. This is a five-star action That's movie. A, you're the expert in this genre. And, and again, I put this up there with, if Die Hard is a six-star movie, this is a five-star movie. Most of my favorite John Woo movies are a five-star yeah. five uh, movie. This is a, e- easily as good as any John Woo yeah. movie. Seriously, seek this one out, guys. Really cool stuff. Headshot, that is a movie that people also watched. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so this week we are joining number 30 on the Ringer's list of top cult films. We are joining the cult of The Raid, released in the United States as The Raid Redemption from 2011. So we'll put the spoiler tag in front of this one. Written and directed by the now legendary Gareth Evans, starring Eco Oas, Joe Taslim, who is now Sub Zero in the Mortal Kombat movies, Donnie Alamsaya, and Yayan Ruhayan. I'm so glad you did names. I would butcher yeah. these things. And um, a lot of people feel this is the first of the quote unquote modern action films that there would be no John Wick. And whatnot, if it was not for this film. And I had seen this one uh, probably about two years after it originally came out. I loved it. I hadn't watched it in, in you know eight or nine years. We we watched it specifically for this segment, and man, I forgot how fucking good this movie is. It is literally an hour and a half action scene. There are short breaks to kind of do some exposition type of a thing. But it is wall-to-wall action. It has got gunfights. It has got martial arts. It introduces the world to the Indonesian martial art of Salat, which is uh, bat- uh, the recent Batman movies and the Bourne movies all use this kind of, it's really brutal, yeah. kind of uh, all fists and elbows and knees and stuff like that. But you've got a police raid on a criminal apartment block. The boss rents it out to every lowlife in the book. Uh, the cops go in. And they find out that there won't be any backup because the uh, sergeant who's in charge of the raid is on the take. 
and uh, is doing this to get rid of this boss to take his place in the organization. And all the rest of the cops are kind of left out to dry. And uh, you've got uh, Jaka and Rama. So you've yeah. got Joe Taslim and uh, Iko Iweas. And... Um, left out to dry. They're left out to be killed. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it is just... It, it's breathtaking... 10 minute long fight scenes in in hallways with endless amounts of guys it's just constant motion it's constant motion it's like you can't hardly follow some of the things they're doing cuz they're doing it so fast and so fluidly it it's it's amazing but somehow they fit in just cool little things they first of all they develop a story yeah I was I was a little disappointed in that I've seen this film before. Yes, this has yes. kind of got that game of death or die hard where we're yeah. trapped in a building and we kind of have Dread to get out it. and we have to Dread go to different levels and that, but same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you like the hallway scenes in Daredevil, this is like I, you cannot tell me that the hallway scene from Daredevil was not influenced by this. Yes, <laughs> um, and and um, and I would say they did it poorly. Yeah, compared <laughs> yeah. to this. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when well, you can see it done. I don't know that you could do it better. It, it just the fucking it doesn't stop. But there's little, you know, where where it, it when the guy takes the shot and kills the kid, the little lookout. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of kicks things off. And you react the same way as the cops around him. Well, you also have the kid upstairs who watches this other kid get killed. It's yeah, like... and and is realizing, yeah. oh shit, yeah. I, the people react in the movie the way that you would react. When he shoots that kid, you're doing the same thing as the cops around him. What yeah. the fuck are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Are you kidding? That was a kid. Yeah. And the cops are doing that. And then the kid who's watching it is standing there going, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. Like then, a kid would then do. Then he gets right into work. I got to hit the line. Yeah. It, it is fucking crazy. Yeah. You can see. I don't know if Dredd actually drew from this because it came out almost the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say that. They had even enough time to draw from it, but it was uh, so much more over the top than Dread even. Oh, yeah, no, Dread didn't Dredd touch Dredd this. Dread was more with guns. This Dredd was more with this. the fighting. This was doing shit that you'd only see in animation. Yeah, yeah. and and and, and I, th- I love the progression of the action where it starts off and it's all this gunplay. And and, and, and and granted, they probably fired the same amount of bullets that most John Woo movies do, but then they eventually run out of bullets. Yes. And then we're down to our sidearms. And then all these guys happen to carry knives or machetes. They're really cheap there. And there's a great scene where uh, a guy that they meet at the beginning has a, a, a wife who's sick and he lives in this apartment building. He hides two of the cops and and, and one of the, the goons comes in and he starts, they, he's hiding them in a wall and he starts sticking a machete through the wall to see if somebody's hiding in there. And it catches uh, Rama right on the, on the, the jawline and cuts him. And there's a, and it, it just and like he just leaves it there for, a and he leaves it there for a second, and you're sitting there, and it is one of the most tense scenes I have seen in any movie. And the blood is pooling on yeah, the blade yeah, yeah. at his cheek, where the end end is. The yeah. blood is pooling yeah. there, and you can see it, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" And, you, and then he has the foresight <laughs> to wipe the blade as yeah. the guy's pulling yeah, it out, yeah. so there's no blood on it. Yeah. It un- just an unbelievable, unbelievable piece yeah, yeah. of film. It's just it was super tense, and super cool. And then, uh, as a veteran martial arts, I've been watching them since this, you know, since the the, the Shaw Brothers in the '60s. There's always the 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 last fight scene, the boss fight, the boss fight, and and this one is against Matt, the the appropriately named Mad Dog. <laughs> And it yeah. is against, uh, oh, and of course, Rama discovers that one of the uh, gangster's uh, henchmen is his brother. Yes. Yes. So, essentially, they team up to take on Mad Dog. And Mad Dog basically, for the longest time, stands Stop these it. two guys off by himself. Oh, yeah. You know, they built the, first of all, you get the scene where he's got the one guy dead to rights. I mean, he's just all he's got to do is pull the trigger, and he calls him into the room, closes the door, puts the gun down, and says, "I like to solve it like this." Yeah. yeah. And you just go, "Oh." And that's where I right took the line from the opening God. of the episode was, "Pulling the triggers or like order and takeout." You're not. He's basically saying, "Not satisfying." Not satisfying. Yeah, and and. A great scene. It's a great fight. Just yeah. a great, and when the guy, the good guy dies, you're like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. yeah. But when he holds off those two guys, 
Holy shit. And that's some brutal shit. Oh. And you know what? It, and it isn't like they won fair and square. There was some cheating yeah. going on yeah. in order to take yeah. this guy yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. It involves a jagged out of a fluorescent tube. Yes. And, and, you know, people's getting their head. There, there was a lot of slamming the guy's head yeah. off the wall. A lot of that yeah. in this whole thing. Yeah. They just fucking like to do yeah. that. There's a lot of head slamming off the wall yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, then this bangers. one again uh, to cite nice. to cite a creative kill. Uh, <laughs> there's a a door that gets kicked in. The jagged part of the door is protruding from the the bottom of the the jam or whatever. Yeah. And w- one of the cops grabs the guy's head, Slam. kicks his legs yeah. backwards, and slams the guy's head down on the jagged wood. Oh, it yeah. is unbelievable. Like how they even came up with that, I have no idea. Ah, uh, someone's a psycho. <laughs> Someone. Broke this or designed this, just went. How many different ways can you kill people? Let's find out. It just uh, this was just a good movie. It not only was it a great action film, it was a good movie. Yeah, the story in it's good. The, the double crosses you don't see coming. Yeah, there's some that you kind of figure you know, like you know, the sergeant's on the there's table. Some, yeah. some weird thing, yeah, yeah, he, you know he, that he that's happening. And then he's a coward, and he's... And, yeah, uh, but he dresses in bright colors. Yeah. He's like, yeah. who goes on a raid? Yeah, he's the only one wearing, wearing the khakis. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, who goes on a raid like that? You know yeah. you're getting shot first, sir. And then you have the guy watching it all from yeah. the top yeah. floor. Yeah, with all the cameras Where they've got to like get that. to, we yeah. got to go up. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's counter <laughs> we got to go up. What? Well, if we capture him... What? What? <laughs> We lost half our squad already. When the guy fucking shoots the floor, yeah. and, and they jump through. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. The uh, the propane tank in the uh, in the in refrigerator bomb. Yeah. Oh. Was, I'm gonna <laughs> use that someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zombie apocalypse comes. I'm t- I'm getting me some zombies with that one. I'll tell you that. There was so much cool shit. And the fun part is is that the, the good guys, like in that, the good guys didn't make it out unscathed. It wasn't like, hey, that was a great shot there, yeah. Billy. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> they're all picking themselves up, and you're going, okay, who's the least yeah. damaged? Because yeah. he's got to get up first. Yeah. No, uh, uh, absolutely super, super fun action movie. This is my genre. I Again, I, I, it's been years since I watched this one, and I forgot how freaking good it was. You There's know, a reason this is cult. Film. Yeah, yeah. This time. is this is one where I think it was big in in Asia, and it kind of uh, like many uh, many Asian films, it comes over here, and kind of the hardcore kung fu guys get a hold of it. But I think the general public's starting to appreciate it and stuff like that. Uh, we rented it on Amazon, so it's available. Uh, again, it's the Raid Redemption uh, in the United States. And gentlemen, as far as an action movie goes, what is the star rating on this one? You know what? I gave Headshot four and a half. Uh, and I think it was a better film, so I'm going to go four. Okay, fair enough. I'll stick it four and a quarter. I, I don't usually, that's usually... I, you know what, and I was usually, thinking about usually, Lance, that's I wasn't going to take thing. his thing. That's I wasn't going to land thing, on it. Right. But it, I, it, it, it's close, but not quite. It just needed a little bit more story to put it over. But if you go for a quality kills, it would be... Oh. Headshot. And again, I am going to justify this by saying I am judging this against other action movies. And again, Headshot, I gave four and a half stars to. This one has a, w- a weaker story, but the action, you just, it's breathtaking. It's just, it, it's better. It's, it's the action is better. I'm going to say four and a half stars for this one as well. This week, we happily joined the, uh, the cult of the raid. Check it out and let us know what you think. So we've been following along with the latest Marvel offering on the Disney app, and that is the animated series What If. And for episode four, they did What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart as Opposed to His Hands. Ta-da! And, uh, yeah, so, um, who's, I've, because the, the lady's not from, or the, the, the other doctor wasn't from the comics or whatever, so I never... Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah, but yeah. I, and I can't think of her character's name. But... Christine, was it? Christine, yeah. yeah. He only said it 4,000 times yeah. in the episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she was in the car with him. She ends up getting killed. But I don't like souffles or whatever. And the big what-if moment was that in the movie, she did not go with him to that. What, yes. does, what does creme stand for? Cream. So that's why I wouldn't care for it. Nobody cares about your, your, your digestive problems, Keith. Let's talk about the episode. 
lactose intolerance doesn't play any, a any part thing. of this. <laughs> but yeah, she she decides uh, to go with him in this occasion. She gets killed in the car accident. He becomes Doctor Strange and then uses the time stone in the eye of Agamotto and everything else he's got to try to to try to save her. And she is a her death is a. Fixed point. Nexus point. Nexus point. A yeah. fixed point in time, which they've done on Doctor Who, so Marvel's just ripping off Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, why she's a key point to anything. <laughs> because that's when, uh, because that's what creates him. And so if you, if you, if you don't kill her, he does not become Doctor Strange, Unless which he... means he can't go forward and create the loop that... Brings her back. Unless he gets the, in the accident, just turns his hands like he did in the movie, and then he th- becomes Doctor Strange, and then she didn't have to be in the car. But he didn't hurt his hands. But he could have. He could have. There's a lot of could have. This they're, is what if. They're, they're, but the reason why it's, not, it's, a it's nexus what if point. not could have. It's it's a nexus point because for him to bring her back and save her means he never becomes Doctor Strange, which means he can't go back and save her, and so you can't save her. Yes, it's one of those timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly things. Yes. It makes that, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It would but, make sense if they didn't have a movie where she didn't go with him and he still became Doctor Strange. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, but that is why in this episode, it, it's a nexus point for him. I did like Doctor Strange becoming an evil bastard. And I thought that they did it well. I, I, I thought that they did it... They did it in a realistic way. Yeah, I, it wasn't he, like he, he was, I'm evil. No, no, it just, everything kept leading him to that. He was a sympathetic, his own sympathetic villain. No, yes. but, he, but he's an obsessive, yes. he's been an obsessive character from the get-go. So this, yeah. his, his obsession is to bring her back. He doesn't know how to fail, so every time he fails, he gets more stubborn and, and tries harder. Yeah. Until he so, becomes, so until he crosses it, that line. They didn't change the character, which is what I like. They didn't actually change his, his the roots of him. They just changed the effects that caused them to go down a different path. Yeah. I thought this was a good episode. I enjoyed this episode. The only thing I didn't like about it that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me and I didn't particularly care for is that when he does save her, he becomes a monster. Well, he was because he was absorbing all those demons and other dimensional entities and stuff like that. I'm sure that I know, was that made but him he, monstrous. He became a monster for like three minutes, and then he became himself again. Because she was seeing the true, what Doctor Strange had become in 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 corrupting his soul to in order to absorb enough power to bring her back in, from time. You know what? I understand Disney owns him. Let's not make this a fucking Disney movie. Okay, that's what bullshit. Was. This was a Disney. Movie. This was a this was a, a a bad episode of Doctor Who. No, I, I think it's like an outer limit. I thought it was better than the previous one. See, I like the previous. They've gotten darker though. They've gotten oh, they are darker. darker. They are darker. Down and- they are they are getting darker. I will give them that. And this one was probably the bleakest out of all of them because it had a really kind of a downer ending and stuff like that. Way downer yeah, ending. Yeah. But I liked how the ancient ones kind of set him up by bringing the good strange back. Yes. Because if you're going to have a little strange, it needs to be good. Or nasty. <laughs> but we do know that the character comes back because they have the uh, uh, Guardians of the Multiverse. And he is a part of that. So that's coming up. Well, every single one of these stories is gonna is like it's each own individual... <coughs> it's feeding into a, a, a alternate adventure. Yes. What, what all this is leading into. Oh, is that, that, that where this it is seems going? Like, seems like it is, doesn't it? Yeah. And just like they set up the movies and they came up with the Avengers to doing the same thing. I think way. this is setting up Marvel for a lot of what they're going to, with with uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, with Far From Home. Uh, this is the big setup. And now they can, they can cull from this uh, as much as they want because yeah. it's all canon. They can pick and choose everything yeah. from it. And the Avengers of the Multiverse looks cool. Yeah, because there's like some ad, it's like some ad for phones or something like that, where they show like kind of everybody kind of teaming up with Captain Carter and mm-hmm. you know and those the the uh, T'Challa, Star Lord, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I kind of see that that's going that way. We still haven't had the big Hulk episodes, have we? Other than him exploding Other than him in exploding, number three, yeah. Because yeah. I know that there's more coming. That was the big Hulk episode. That was the big Hulk episode. But. Yeah, no, I like the fact everything's getting darker and then probably lead into the light at the end. It's 
Well, they got to bring up some light. Yeah. Because you can't, because it's Marvel. It's Disney. <laughs> it's Disney. It's Disney. There's got to be some light. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to break into song. I could see them doing a musical episode. I really could. I could, too. <laughs> I honestly could. As a matter of fact, if they don't do it. I'd be more surprised if they didn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. They really missed an opportunity. A golden fucking opportunity. And again, in this one, now everybody came back to do the voices. And so that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I don't... Was 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 Doctor Strange this big of a dork in, in like, the movie? Yeah. He, he, yeah, he was correcting everyone in the beginning. He was yeah. like... Yeah, he was a dork. Huh. It was a douche. Be, yeah. Being that big of a dork. Yeah. No, I'm more like, you know, like, oh, hey, uh, you know... It's like a, one of those nervous comedians... You know, <laughs> I, I just I, I don't know I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't grooving on the if it was if it was Cumberbatch more power to him I, but I don't remember running. yeah it was Cumberbatch huh? yeah oh yeah and Rachel McAdams Tilda Swinton well no and 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 because Cumberbatch will do anything he literally is one of those actors he will if he's involved with the he character he'll can do, it do all. anything yeah he'll do it all he'll do voices he'll make appearances in comic stores he'll do the whole thing except he won't make appearances at San Diego for some reason I wouldn't either neither would I. Why wouldn't you? I would go to Minnesota first. Well, that makes sense. Got to prop up the little guy. <laughs> Minnesota, please help it's us. Like, uh, it's like Deborah Winger. I just watched a thing on her today, so I had to throw it out there. <laughs> that 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 works well on the podcast. No context at all. Just like Deborah Winger. Yeah, just like Deborah Winger. She was that kind of actress. All right, so we've gotten far away from, <laughs> way far away from this. You know, in a different universe, this went well. In a different universe, we have a good podcast. <laughs> we have listeners too in another universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> hello, 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 hello. All right, so we still, are we still enjoying this one. We boys? are. I am. I am. I, am. Are I you? even enjoyed the week episode. This one again. I, I have a feeling this is going to alternate. I think they're going to have a. Super cool one, a filler. A super cool one, a filler. A super. This to, to me, this was more like a filler. I mean, it, was, it had its moments. I think stuff this like is going to lead into more stuff than anything. To, to, to him playing with the forces and stuff. Yeah, I think this could resonate in the movies. Yeah, I don't know how the uh, killing all the Avengers one is going to lead into anything because no. everybody's dead. Yeah, well, that's resetting the Avengers. Now they need new Avengers, so that's how the. Both are the Guardians of the Multiverse. That'll be the new Avengers. That's an exciting bit of whatnot. All right, well, still a lot of episodes to go. Keep following along with us. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, we've also been following along with the latest DC offering on the CW, and that is Stargirl, and we watched episode four. Which was pretty stinking cool with a pretty cool twist ending. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to see how bad Eclipso really is. Yes. So Shiv starts uh, influencing the children of the uh, the ISA. She gets the uh, Fiddler's son. Yep. Who uh, can't play the fiddle apparently, but he'll learn. Uh, and then uh, we've got uh, Tigress and Sportsmaster break out of prison just to watch their daughter uh, try out for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I thought that was the best I, I part of liked the whole that thing. A lot. That was I really, really did. The fact that they're evil, but they're parents, and they just want to. And that was yeah. no. We're just we want to see her. We want to <laughs> yeah. go you and then be their supporter. Yeah. and be there for. Her. And then we'll break back in. And then Eclipso fucks it up. Oh, you know what? I actually got angry at that. But keep going. You're going in your little... Okay, well, you, you, Eclipso essentially does fuck it up because Shiv uses the Black Diamond to uh, control their daughter, uh, Ar- like Artemis. She Artemis. cops arresting her folks, and yeah. Yeah, and uh, she attacks uh, Stargirl and, uh, yeah, screws up her chances for a, uh, a college scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one of the coolest scenes in a superhero show. I thought just that whole, just just the whole time, not just the breaking out, but uh, the the time at the house, yeah. And, yeah, and realizing how much yeah. how, so, how alike uh, they are. How's prison? Is yeah. it is it uh, is it like you know they show on TV or is it more fun? <laughs> yeah. Only Owen Wilson could deliver that line yes. with and, and, and Luke Wilson, but 
Luke Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but no, the, the, the whole, uh, the whole just you. I, I thought you were. Why did you stop working out? He's like, <laughs> he had just set yeah. up for something there. What's going on? Hey, Bell. Come on. That was great, and then it was great that they went and saw her, and that yeah. they explained the whole thing to her, which I thought was yeah, cool. Went, that yes, to me, yes, we did do it. We did. We're not innocent, and we're going back, and you got to let us go. Yeah, and, and uh, lead your life. And I went, yeah. wow, that's cool. That is putting you know the parent before the crime. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so the, I th- that was one of the more humanizing elements, I think. Yes, and I think that this show does those kind of things really well. It does. It does yeah. indeed. And then you had the great uh, confrontation between the Shade and Stargirl in the antique bookstore. I'm really digging what they're doing with the Shade. Yes. (laughs) It's not a... um, I like that it's not a knockdown drag out every fucking time. No. That that they... He's too smart. He's just like, you know, we'll just talk and I'll tell... I'm telling you the truth, maybe... You're still not sure. No, you know what? I I think he is. I'm not I sure. actually think he is too, because he literally says there's a difference between bad and evil. Yes. yes. Oh no, I get it. And he wants to stop um, Eclipso. I almost said Mazo, but yeah. Do, does he really want to stop it, or does he really want to? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he was an ambiguous character in the comics. He was an ambiguous character in the comics. So you really don't know, and that's what. But it was cool that. First of all, the actor who's playing him is doing a, just a phenomenal yes, job. Yeah. But that he explains it all to yeah. her. and uh, Drop him in the bottom of the ocean where no one can... Or is Eclipse going to influence him and take over him? That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking too. You know what? I think that's going to be... Now, okay, I'm always wrong, but uh, I'm going to say I think that's going to be one of those moments where he starts to and then he breaks free. Well, okay, he's slapped around the genie already, the Thunderbolt. Yes. So he's got some he's got some juice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that that kind of like the 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 um the shadow over the side of his face kind of forms, but then he's like, you know, something really clever like, oh please, you know, uh, you're a shadow. I manipulate shadows yes. or something, yeah. something really yeah. cool like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he, and then he says something like, well, well, why are you doing all this? Because when you've lived this long, you get bored. I just thought that, that that was such a Robinson Shade line right there. I just thought I thought it was that yeah. Was brilliant. I think what they're doing, I it's going to be a um, if they do it right, it'll be an excellent gray, you know, where you have superheroes and yeah, villains yeah. and it's black and white. Yeah. But this will be a gray, <clears throat> a gray character. Yeah, and but it'll be good for for uh, Courtney because she sees things as black and white. Yeah, yeah. she's always looking for the fight. Well, I, I think that that also the. Uh, Parents of Artemis is going to help with that too. Yes, because they yeah oh they broke out of prison no they just broke out of prison to be there for their daughter, you know they're going back. So you think okay so are you po- or do I pose that the that Eclipso takes over Artemis and they break back out to help their daughter? That'd be kind of cool. Now I, I don't correct me if I'm give wrong, up Eclipso. So but Artemis isn't a bad guy in the comics, is she? I actually, I thought she was like in Young Justice. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I thought she, she is. A, she was a, a super <laughs> heroine. There was a other Artemis before Two and Wonder Woman, but you know, this I, is obviously no. This isn't that that, that Ar- Yeah, that Artemis yeah, was no, the one with the yeah. really long red hair yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, but I I thought that the character from uh, yeah, Star Girl, I think she was not a villain. No, no, and I think that that's going to come down to her parents. Well, I think this is what probably changes that. That their parents are, are living up to their their crime and doing what's basically right. Doing, right. Yeah, they're basically keeping their word. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then of course we mentioned it. I mentioned it earlier, but Beth Chapel is messing with the midnight goggles. Thinks she gets them rebooted, and then realizes she's not talking to the AI. She's talking to Dr. Midnight, who is trapped in the Shade Shadow Dimension, which was a really cool... I was like, holy crap! That made me sit up. I was like, oh my god. When that that suddenly you go, oh, wait, what? Yes. So that was a really cool uh, twist ending. So we got to see where where that goes. It's another thing where Shade told the truth. I didn't kill him. Yeah. You don't know what... 
I did or what I am. Yeah, so, I. Uh, and then they show him wandering. Yep. On the phone. I thought he was kind of had his his hand to his like headpiece or whatever, like he was talking on the radio or something, like the radio in his like cowl or something. Oh, maybe he did have a phone. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe she is a. But oh, she's still trying to figure out Artemis. Yeah, uh, that'll be at a later time. She has a big history. That I'm excited about. The original Doctor Midnight's coming back. And then I wonder who else is still alive from. Well, they have made several references to the Flash, and and Wesley Ship, they've well established in the Flash that he is <coughs> Jay yeah. is Jay Garrick. So I'm hoping, I'm yeah. fingers crossed, hoping he shows up. Yeah. But that would tie the universes together. Actually, wasn't Jay Garrick from another? He was, he was from another universe, but he never mentioned any other superheroes in that universe. Well, that's yeah, good. I can remember. So, you know, when people talk about me being a geek, you two rarely come up. <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't talk about us? Oh, dude, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> I don't have feelings, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it, so they didn't bring up. They didn't. They nobody specifically said. Was there a lot of heroes in your world? No. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Yeah, okay. th- there was no. What are what, what are the what is the super team on your world, Jay? It's more like they were dealing with the problem at the time. Yeah. As superheroes are wont to do. They were there for quite a while. Did you see every conversation that they... Maybe they did talk about the JSA and they just didn't film it. But you know what? They never had the uh, sitting by the campfire after the big battle. They didn't. uh, In between where they have those heartfelt moments. Where he talks about, oh, the Wonder Woman on my... Kirby was famous for drawing those. Yeah. They they didn't have that trench moment with him. So obviously it doesn't come up because that's when those kind of things come up. I remember. I'm the... like, hey, you know, we need more help. I got heroes back in my world. Unless they had all been killed by the Injustice Society. <laughs> okay, we're this is we're we're, we're, we're talking coming around in circles. So this... uh, the upshot is this: this is still a quality show. Yes, yes, it's been very good. I, I like what they're doing with it. They've played with a lot of things that are kind of abnormal for superhero, both comics and shows. I think just a more human element to them. I, which I, I really definitely like. think this is this is the most uh, has the most humanity out of all the the, the CW it, or WB it, it, shows. It is or whatever. the most family oriented show, yeah. but none of the other ones really have families involved. Flash, he lost his mom. Green Arrow lost his parents. Uh, so Super what do you girl, think? Her planet blew up, so she doesn't probably. Yeah, have but a they lot of had. Family. She had the mom who and the dad who were. That woman. Who gives? Bruce a Wayne's shit. gone off on a. Uh, Another did one. Did you do or whatever he's doing a walkabout? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so none of them had any family involved. Well, and the, the, every single one of the ones that you've mentioned, there is some tragedy in their past where this this is not a. Tra- I mean, obviously the JSA had to die in order to for them to yeah, say. But that's a good thing. But. It's not as directly connected to the characters. And uh, Supergirl had uh, Skylar, her sister. Yes, not her real sister, but yeah. Oh, you know what? Thanks for pissing off every fucking foster child or adopted kid in the world right now. Okay. Thank you for Are that. Are they listening? I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're... Thank you for that. It's not her real sister. Yeah, it's sister of the heart. <laughs> sister of the heart. Okay, we're still enjoying this one, right? <laughs> not, oh, yes. not, not this conversation, but <laughs> Stargirl, yes. Yes. All right, stick with us. I, actually, I had short, I said that there were, uh, there was only like six episodes or something. Like, There's a full like 13 of them or something like yeah. that. So I was wrong last time. So yeah. no no prizes out there. Stick with us on this one. No no prizes. No no prizes. Tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek podcast for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening. And hey, keep on geeking on.